Hey guys, this is your host, Francisca Weinheimer, and welcome back to the Hikers Anonymous podcast. On this podcast, I help share people's inspirational stories about how hiking, backpacking, and the outdoors changed their lives. If you have an inspirational story about how the outdoors positively impacted your life, please send a short synopsis to hikeoregon at hikeoregon.net and put in the subject line podcast guest. Today, I'm talking with Mitchell, whom I actually had the pleasure of meeting in person in 2022 when I was doing my book release tour around the state of Oregon. He now lives in Utah, so unfortunately we didn't get to record in person, but he has such a wonderful outlook on nature and what it provides us. It was such a pleasure to get to talk with him over Zoom. To hear more about Mitchell's story, keep listening. Well, thank you so much for coming on here, Mitch. I would love to hear your story and what is your history with the outdoors? Um, did you enjoy the outdoors as a kid? Yeah, perfect. Well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This has been, I've been looking forward to this and I've loved listening to all the other episodes and stories that people have shared. So I'm excited to to be here and to share mine. Yeah, so I started in the outdoors. Like I grew up in uh, the Northwest, Portland, Seattle area. Probably first kind of started to get into <clears throat> outdoors and I was maybe 12 or 13 I started with the Boy Scouts and we do quite a bit of hiking camping uh, backpacking things like that and it was always a fun and good time to kind of go out on a Friday or Saturday night with a bunch of my friends and hang out in the woods and kind of learn how to survive if you will learn how to camp learn how to hike the gear that we needed what worked what didn't work and it was also a good kind of escape from just life in general of school and homework and things at the time we could kind of just go out in the woods somewhere and spend the night or even just a few hours for a hike and kind of get recharged and um, enjoy the the solitude and the the time in the outdoors amazing what was one of your favorite excursions with the boy scouts i think i was 16 or 17 a uh, a hike up around the olympic peninsula I think we did about 50 miles from like Ozette Lake, uh, Cape Alava up to Shy Shy Beach and back. Um, and that was just amazing. I mean, that whole Olympic Peninsula has huge and beautiful rainforest out there. And then you'd be in the trees and you come out and hike on the sandy, rocky beaches for a while and back up into the trees. And yeah, that was one of my first real, I think, backpacking experience. I think it was four or five days and carrying all of our food, filtering water, um, all that and kind of just fell in love with it at that point. That's so cool. Do, do they have a lot of bears up there? I'm not sure about bears. We always would keep our food in uh, um, like those five gallon white buckets and hang them at night. Oh, um, nice. Most just keep them out of our tent so little chipmunks or rats or mice wouldn't come <laughs> tearing through and ruin everything. But, but yeah, it was it was a fun trip. Sounds amazing. What kind of happened in your life um, that may have led you away from the outdoors? Mostly just life, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I always still had that that drive to kind of get out and hike and um, do some camping. But with, yeah, later in high school, school, work, um, and then into college as well, um, just other things had my priority. But I always get out when I could and um, if I was traveling somewhere and there was a hike nearby, I'd try and do that. Or being back home in 
um, Portland or Seattle, getting out when I could to to do some hikes and stuff. But I wasn't as regular as I like to be at that point, kind of getting getting out and enjoying things. If it was every couple months doing a, a hike for a mile or so, that was pretty good. And what um, what in your life kind of occurred that brought you back to like really going for hikes all the time and backpacking? Um, so I was living in Arizona and just kind of that, that change from going from the Northwest to Arizona was just a change. Mm-hmm. Um, the scenery is completely different. It's desert, it's dry, it's hot. But it was a different kind of kind of beauty down there, the desert, the the cactus and everything. I mean, there's areas where you can find the the pine trees and everything, but, but um so just getting out and exploring a little bit that way, um, just seeing what that new area had to offer. Um, and then I started working from home in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um I was at home um quite a bit, not really getting out to do much. So I was just kind of on YouTube and Instagram and finding all these hiking, backpacking videos and people's channels, which kind of just kind of re-sparked that, that feeling inside me. I need to kind of get out in the outdoors more mm-hmm. um, and watching all these videos of people talking about the new gear and the new shoes and backpacks mm-hmm. and tents and how things had changed since I was 14 or 15. I mean, I still had the same North Face sleeping bag I got when I was probably 13. It probably weighed like six pounds. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was huge. It was a nice, I mean, it was still in good shape, but um, yeah, huge. And now these sleeping bags are there and they're a couple pounds a pound and tents are even less and mm-hmm. weight. Um, and then, so I just kind of started get out and do some more hikes and try and get out um, as, as often as I could um, with working from home. I had some lunch breaks where I could go and do a quick little hike or even in the evenings, it was nice to get out when it was a little cooler, but the outdoors and hiking kind of became a little bit of an escape um, just with being at home so much. And um, there are things in my personal life where I was dealing with. And if I could get out for an hour or even a quick overnight backpacking trip, get out in the, in the desert, get some solitude, be able to kind of clear my head recharge, think, be alone with my thoughts was, was always a great time when I could, could get to that, get to that point. Mm-hmm. Right. When did you move back to the Pacific Northwest from Arizona? Um, I moved back beginning of 2021. Oh, okay. February, March. Okay. And that was great. I love being back up there. There's so much to do with the an hour and a half, two hours of that Portland area. I mean, the mm-hmm. the coast is an hour and a half. Mount Hood is about an hour and a half up there. Um, even the, just the Columbia Gorge. I mean, that was 30 minutes from where I was in Vancouver. And there's just hundreds of hikes and things to do in there. You can do a quick little 0.3 mile hike to a beautiful waterfall, or you can do a eight mile round trip hike to a gorgeous waterfall (laughs) right right there's so much to choose from up there yeah definitely um it says in your email that i read i don't know if you are wanting to talk about this but you had mentioned that you went through a divorce how did um hiking kind of help you through that hard situation yeah so we 
went through my divorce. That's when I kind of moved back up to um, up to the northwest to Washington. It was a pretty, I don't want to say it was an easy process, mm-hmm. um, but me and my ex were still pretty pretty civil. We have a daughter, so that makes it easy. I mean, we still um, were able to talk and communicate. Um, That's good. Which is good, but just going through that and kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do in my mm-hmm. life going forward, um, the person I wanted to be. There were times when I'd be at home and would just kind of feel alone or lost. That's kind of when I would would choose to go be out in the woods and or in the wilderness and be even more alone, just to kind of feel like I was able to kind of have some clarity. Yeah, just think through things, even talk to myself out loud of things that I wanted to do or things I was going through, have little conversations. Sounds <laughs> a little crazy, but it was always nice. I mean, I'd be hiking on a trail and um, wouldn't see anyone around for two or three miles and just be able to kind of talk out loud, talk through things mm-hmm. that I was going through. And yeah. it kind of helped change my perspective of hiking. It kind of started out as it was getting to a destination and I would look and say, okay, this is the hike I want to do. This is the waterfall. It looks great. Now, how long is it taking me to get there? How long is it going to take me to get back? And I would kind of get on the trail and hike, 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 get to the waterfall, enjoy it for a little bit, take some pictures and videos and then, and then hike back, which was great, but it kind of became more of a enjoy the journey mm-hmm. where I would, I would hike and the destination wasn't as important as maybe stopping at that little wooden log bridge that goes across the the creek, just a hundred yards from the parking lot and stopping there for 10 minutes and just enjoying that little spot and right. thinking through things and then hiking another half mile. And there might be a small little waterfall coming down the side and stopping there and enjoying that little spot. And yeah. just have had some great thoughts and um, things come to me just being on the trail, not at the destination, at the gorgeous view, um, just a little, little spots along the way. Yeah, that's amazing. That's funny because that w- that's one of my questions is how has your hiking journey changed from the <laughs> beginning? And that I feel like a lot of people have that same sort of journey within their hiking journey. It You know, I, I find that people who have been hiking for multiple years have that same sort of progression where at first it was like, gotta go to the destination get that view to the waterfall you know summit that mountain and that's you know that's what's important but then as you go through the years of hiking it's it's more about the journey what you see along the trail maybe who you're with yeah that kind of thing yeah because i'll i mean i'll see people's videos or posts and they'll post pictures of a view or a tree or some flowers and i was like I just did that hike and I didn't see those things. Like what, right. how did I, how did I miss that? And then I just need to, I was like, Oh, I was making sure I was trying to get there in 40 minutes and back to the car and just <laughs> getting out to do the hike, which is, is great as it is. I mean, getting out is better than, than not, but yeah, just having that realization of slow down. If I don't make it to the end, if I want to turn back mm-hmm. um, and enjoying the the little things along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Does your um, daughter hike with you? She does. I try and get her out um, when I can, which has always been some of the fun, the fun times we've had of just me and her going out or taking the dog with us. And she got to help the same way where I would want to kind of do 
maybe a two or three mile loop and we get out maybe we only have a few hours but we get out and she stop and take pictures of little things and pick up some rocks and want to sit and play somewhere and I'm like okay well we'll just mm -hmm. sit and chat and <laughs> enjoy the time being out here whether we get it to the to the end or not right Right. I love that change in perspective. That's really cool. Um, what are some lessons that you've learned through being in the outdoors and hiking and backpacking? Especially backpacking is learn to change and adapt to the situations. Um, I mean, you can have the perfect trip planned out where you know <laughs> where you're going to be, what you're going to do, where you're going to stop, what you want to see. And then something changes. You want to go a different route. Um, the weather doesn't quite cooperate and you need to change on the fly and uh, maybe it gets cut short, maybe get stuck somewhere a little longer. But I was, when I was kind of start planning my, my first few solo backpacking trips, that would always stress me out the most is knowing where I was going to stop, where I was going to camp for the night. And if that spot wasn't available or if I didn't make it that far, having to plan B even a plan C and D mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes. <Yep. laughs> um, I mean, there was plenty of trips. I would go up the gorge where I would have a certain spot picked out. I wanted to stop at and I would get there and I'd be like, well, I feel pretty good. I want to keep going. So I keep going and change, or I would get everything set up. It would start to pour down rain and everything would be soaking wet. So I would just, well, I can sit here and kind of endure and tough it out through the night, or I can just pack up at eight o'clock and hike back to the car and <laughs> sleep in my warm bed and have a nice shower that night. Yeah. Yeah. Not looking at that as, as a failed trip at all. Just right. As, yeah, plans change. I made, made a good decision and went back and had a nice meal and a hot shower and still had a successful trip. <laughs> so, yeah. I yeah. love it. So you recently moved to Utah so I guess I want to know, like, what are currently some of your favorite things about being in the outdoors and especially over there in Utah? Yeah. So I'm down here in St. George in Southern Utah and kind of like the shock from the Northwest Arizona. It's, it's different, right? <laughs> um, not quite as many trees. It's can get pretty hot, but it's and windy too, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, again, it's its own kind of beauty. I mean, you got the the red rocks all around. I'm about an hour from Zion, which is amazing. Um, been out there a few times. Snow Canyon, which is about 30 minutes away, which is pretty small, but there's so many hikes and so many things to do there. A lot of yeah, just outdoor stuff, mountain biking, kayaking, a lot of, it's kind of a outdoor mecca down here. I mean, mm -hmm. there's off-roading in the dunes with side-by-sides. I try to take my my Jeep out there as much as I can. I'm kind of a wimp with it and <laughs> just <laughs> keep it on the flat ground, but being able to get out in the desert a little bit and enjoy that. So um, I am trying to get out to Bryce Canyon soon. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of on my, my next bucket list item is to get out there for a couple days and just enjoy that out there. So it's been, it's been great being down here. I mean, it, it is a change from the Northwest, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for, for anything. It's, it's great. Yeah. That's awesome. You need a lot more permits and stuff to do hiking and backpacking there. Um, there are some permits for, I think for Zion, um, a lot of those, some of those hikes are starting to have um, permits or you need to have reservations to do some of those, which is, is great. I kind of try and stay away from those sometimes just mm -hmm. it's, 
it's crowded. Um, and I mean, they're, I mean, they're crowded for, for a reason. I mean, there's gorgeous hikes, um, gorgeous place to see angels landing. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet. I don't know if my, my nerves will let me get up that high <laughs> <laughs> from the, the pictures and videos I've seen, but, um, I'll probably have to give that a, give that a shot sometimes, but yeah, yeah, I did. I got my, my national park pass. So that gets me, um, into Zion and Bryce whenever. So that's, that's oh, nice. always good. And it does take a little bit of research to kind of figure out when you want to go, what you want to do, but nothing more than anywhere else that you need to yeah. permit or something like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you, um, do some like winter hiking? I know that in the lower elevations, it, do- it doesn't really snow that much over there. So you can get out in the winter time too. Yeah, we get, we got a little bit of snow here. Uh, it would snow just during the day, some flurries and stuff, but uh, out my, out my window here, I can see the, the Pine Valley mountains and that's maybe yeah another 40 minutes, an hour out there. And um, I didn't do any, camping winter camping i went mm-hmm. up there a few times did some snowshoeing kind of hung out for the day i haven't got up my my nerve to do a a winter camp yet <laughs> i mean it's uh, it's cold <laughs> it's very yeah. cold <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean with with the right gear and if you kind of plan to be be up there and get the right shelter and sleeping pad and sleeping bag and uh, get a fire going if you can i mean it'll yeah. be be good so i'm i'm not opposed to it i just haven't got up my my nerve yet so yeah <laughs> next year that'll be on my list excellent do you ski at all no i don't ski i don't snowboard uh, um i mean i skied a little bit when i was a kid maybe seven or eight but um haven't really been been since i know uh my sisters ski quite a bit and i have some nieces and nephews who are have been skiing since they could walk so they could probably teach me a thing or two about that. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Are there some things in Utah that you would like to do in the outdoors that you um, haven't done here per se, like some new outdoor activities? I really want to try rock climbing. I've ah. done it. I've done it a few times, mostly indoors. Mm-hmm. Um, not a whole lot in college. Once we did, we went outdoors and did some, some rock climbing, um, but I think down here, there's so many places you can go. And I think that might be my, my kind of summer activity. If I can find some people to show me around a little bit. So that would be getting into a little bit of rock climbing, I think would be, be nice. great. That sounds amazing. So what is, um, a message that you would like to share with the listeners could be like anything like an inspirational quote that has helped you or a specific place they should visit or a tip on getting started in the outdoors could be anything. I guess my advice would be if you're thinking about getting outdoors or you want to do more or do an activity, just go do it, try it, do it. Don't wait until you think you know everything about it. You don't need to have the the best gear, which kind of held me back at first. Whenever I'd want to try and do something, I would you know, watch YouTube videos and research and try and find the best things and the best gear and made sure I had all the right stuff and knew everything. But you're going to make mistakes. Things are going to go wrong. Um, as long as you're being smart and safe, just get out there and try it. And once you're out there, you can 
find out what works for you, what doesn't work. There's plenty of times where I've seen some piece of gear that I thought would be amazing and great and perfect. And I would research it and be like, yep, that's what I want. I'd buy it, get excited, take it out. And the first trip out, I'm like, mm, <laughs> nope, this is not, <laughs> this is not for me. This backpack doesn't fit my needs or fit what I want or right. this tent is different than I thought it was going to be, but just trying it and getting it out there is, is the best thing to just, yeah, just get out there and don't be afraid to try new things and experience new, new activities. Yeah. You're, you're always learning. I, I noticed that last summer, I feel like I had every single backpacking trip I went on had some sort of lesson that I learned, <laughs> even <laughs> though I've been hiking and backpacking for, you know, over 10 years now. Um, yeah. on the regular and I still learn things every time I go out. So, um, definitely a good tip. I want to, um, share with the listeners in your email that you wrote me in your little synopsis, you had a wonderful quote that I would like to read, um, uh, from your Instagram headline. And it says more trees than concrete more quiet than noise, more clarity than fog, more fulfillment, and more stillness. More, more, more is what nature gives you. And that's, I mean, I, I can't remember where I saw that. Um, but when I read that, I was like, that just kind of, like I was saying earlier, feeling kind of down and alone and unsure of things, getting out into a space where there is kind of less of all of that, less noise, less people, less distractions, you really kind of get that, that clarity and that enjoyment and just that recharge that you, that you need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I find that a lot when I go hiking, it just, everything kind of just washes away and you can think more clearly, which is really, mm -hmm. it's like a great place to work through things, whether it be like your personal life stuff, or even um, it's helped me like, you know, think through like business goals and business ideas. Because sometimes when you're in your day to day life, the daily grind, it really can get you down and your head is all foggy and such. And, and then when you get out there on the trail, it, everything just kind of melts away. Yeah. And kind of having that time where yeah, like you said, in your day to day, you're thinking about things all the time. There's always things coming up or something's been on your mind for the last couple of days. And then you get out there and kind of leave all that behind and stop thinking about it is kind of when some of the best ideas and solutions can kind of come to you at that point for those issues and problems you're you're dealing with. Yep, exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on here. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Yeah, me too. Has been this has been great. I've been it's been nice to kind of have a few days to kind of think about what I wanted to to share and put my thoughts together. So, no, I'm I'm glad you were able to to have me on. I appreciate it. Yes. Well, thank you so much, and I will chat with you later. Yep. Thank you. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, if you have an inspirational story about how the outdoors positively impacted your life, please send a short synopsis to hikeoregon at hikeoregon.net and put in the subject line podcast guest. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe and happy trails.